stars, one and all. He knows how much sand is on the shore. He sees every sparrow that falls. He made the mountains and the sea. He's in control of everything, of all the creatures, great and small. He knows my name, every step that I So glad you wang it tonight. Good to see you. Hadn't seen her all weekend. You sure look pretty. You cooking supper tonight? I'm just checking. There's some things you got to keep trying, though. Uh, I want to talk to you a minute about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, especially right now. Some things. Uh, how many people understand that lying will send you to hell? 
Lying will keep you away from God. Lying will split up your marriage. Lying will cause you to lose friends. Can I share something else with you? Lying will cause you to lose your job. Lying has to do with a lot of life uh, things that we go through day in and day out. I read something this week and it kind of just floored me. That people get lied to 10 to 200 times a day. 10 to 200 times a day. Can anybody tell me a whopper that you've heard lately? Go ahead, lead a girl. So you were lied to by the doctors. Mm-hmm. Two lies in one day. You probably encountered ten more. You just didn't know it. Ten, ten to two hundred a day. Y'all were school teachers, right? Kids don't lie, do they? Huh? Their parents don't lie, do they? Anybody got a good whopper they want to tell that they've heard lately? Anybody? Anybody can think of one, Brother Nolan? <laughs> you lit the candles after you lit the cigarette. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, that's a good lie. Yeah. We're not going to talk about politics, John. You're going to get me run out of church. My dad, my dad was good at lying. He was a good liar, man. He, he even believed his own lies. Do you know that? that? People sometimes believe their own lies. They begin to tell it over and over and over again until they start to make it sound true. My dad, he thought he was slick, boy. We'd be in the bar. He'd be drunk. He worked swing shift, 3 to 11, 11 to 7, and, and then 7 to 3. He worked three rotating shifts. Sometimes we'd be at the bar from 3 to 11, and it was time for him to go to work at 11 to 7, and he would call in. He'd say, I got diarrhea today. I can't come in. And Johnny Cash playing in the background. I, you know, we had pay phones back then. He'd had to go out in the foyer of the bar, drop two quarters in there or whatever, a quarter, whatever you used to call it. And he's like, shh. They can hear the music, Dad. <laughs> Sick. Can't come to work today. You know, I was thinking about lying and how I've never been good at it. I've never been a really good liar. I don't know why. You know, I had every reason to lie. I had every reason to cover up. I had every reason to, to you know, hide or do those kind of things. But lying never just stuck with me. I never was really good. I was better at telling the truth. And I don't know why, but now that I'm growing with Christ, the truth is the only thing that really sets us free. Really believe that tonight. The truth really is the only thing that sets us free. I saw something on Facebook earlier that says, you don't have to be the same person you were 15 minutes ago. 
15 minutes ago, if you were a liar 15 minutes ago, you don't have to be a liar in the next hour. You can stop all that lying. What I've learned is a lie can travel halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to get its boots laced up. It's funny. People lie to people who know the truth. It happens all the time in rodeo. People make up these stories how they was pro and they've been here and they've done that. And then I look at you and say, well, how's that bull rope going, that bull? We had a guy out here one time, and he told us he had a contract with Wrangler and that he was sponsored and, and that he was pro and he was going to make it to the NFR again and again. He'd been before over and over again, and, and, and he didn't know the front end of a horse to the back end of a horse. I was thinking, dude, are you just that dumb? We rodeo people. But he had believed what he thought in his head. That's sending people poncho to hell right now. People believe in the lies that they're telling. The Lord wants us to tell the truth. He does, guys. He wants us to, to tell the truth because the truth will set us free. I learned a long time ago, if I just tell the truth up front, I ain't got to worry about what I said later. If you tell the truth, you don't have to worry about what you said to your wife later, what you said to your friend, what you said to your pastor. I had a guy came up to me today, just today, and started telling me his testimony and how that he felt like this is where he's supposed to be. But I just couldn't get the truth out of him. I just couldn't get the truth out of him. Something was going on in his life, but I just couldn't get the truth. He danced around it. God knows the truth in all things, guys. And you and I can't dance around it. I'm going to back all this up with Scripture. But I was just wondering if anybody's been told a good whopper lately. Maybe you've told one lately. And this message is for you. Maybe it's a habit that you've gotten into lying all the time and you don't know how to break it. The Lord breaks it. The Lord can change you tonight. But you have to allow him to change you. So if we're getting lied to, brothers and sisters, 10 to 200 times a day in the world we live in, if that is correct, who's lying? How do you spot a liar? Their lips are moving, Brother Mark. <laughs> you know, with some people, that is the case. You can't ever get the right answer, the truth, out of them. It's always better to tell the truth, guys. God wanted me to share that with you tonight. It's always better for you to tell the truth. In a world that's crashing and going to hell fast, the only thing that's going to set us free is the truth. If you're not ready to give up your sin, be honest with God. Say, God, I'm struggling here, and I'm not sure if I'm ready to give it up or not. He can work with you like that. But to come up here and say, I'm through, then go home and show a different story, you're lying. To come up to church and act like you got it all together when you really don't, you're lying. I think what makes my ministry so successful, Seth, is that I'm an open book. I know I got problems. I know I got issues. I know I got things I got to work on. But I'm honest about them. You see, when we're honest before our Lord and Savior, He begins to work on us. He says, you know what? He really don't need that in His life. Let me help Him get rid of it. And the Lord does come in and help us get rid of it.
Back in the day, I really had a hard time even lying, but I did lie. I did lie when I wrote them $40,000 worth of checks. I didn't have the money. I didn't tell them. You know, not telling somebody the truth up front. Like say you go get a job, but you're really not qualified for that job, but you say you are. You're lying. All that's going to come out. Somebody ought to be hearing me tonight. I, I, I see now we're on the Internet, and you can make yourself out to be who you want to be with that keyboard. There's a lot of single people in this church and a lot of single people uh, right now dating online. I have a lady in the church. She went out the other night. She said, Brother Mark, this guy did not look like his profile picture. <laughs> Happens all the time. I want to encourage you guys not to lie tonight. Because the truth always sets us free. I believe that with all my heart. There will be someone around you that will lie to you to get under your skin. There will be somebody there to tempt you to bring out the worst in you with their lies. Sometimes these people are, are so empty, their heart is empty. We have been deceived by people who lie to us. We wish people would just simply tell us the truth. We see in this passage tonight that God hates lies and deception. Say that with me. God hates lies and deception. Psalms 12, 2, go there with me. Let me ask you a question. Anybody ever had somebody lie on them? Anybody got a story about that? Anybody? I guess, all right. Fred? You went all Hercules up in that joint, didn't you? Wow. $8,000 a year job. I'm glad you got a new one, boy. That ain't a lot of money. Oh, I thought you said $8,000 a year. I'm just picking on you. I heard you. You know, anybody else got a story that somebody lied on them? Roro? I remember that. Amen. You made it through that lie, didn't you? Anybody else? Anybody ever had somebody lie on them? I can tell you that we're going to rope on Friday, and somebody's going to say, he said Thursday. I can tell you we're going to do this, and somebody will say, well, he said that. Well, if they just open their ears and listen or look in our worship, God, you'll see what we're doing. Because people are all the time lying on you and lying on me. That's part of life, guys. But if you know the truth, you don't need to let it bother you. You need a good push past those lies. 
Some of people will quit the moment that they're lied on, the moment that they're rose up against. They just quit. You can't quit what God is doing in your life behind a lie. Come on, somebody, hear me tonight. Huh? If you told me something about her, I wouldn't quit her because you told me something about her. I would try to find the truth because the truth always helps in every situation. But I found this passage when I was reading the other day, and it says this. It says, neighbors lie to each other, speaking with flattery lips and insecure hearts. May the Lord bring their flatter to an end and silence their proud tongue. They say, we lie to our hearts content, our lips are our own. Who can stop us? The Lord replies, I have seen violence done to help the helpless. And I have heard the groans of the poor. Now I will rise up to rescue them as they have longed for me. The Lord promises are pure like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. Therefore, Lord, we know you will protect us from our oppressors, preserving us from their lying generations. I got to that last part right there where it said lying generations. How many ever heard of a generational curse? I see more of that now than I ever have in my entire life. I really didn't even know there was a such thing as a generational curse. What's a generational curse, Brother Mark? Explain that to me. I'll explain it to you in layman's terms, I guess you could say. That's where the pattern never stops. Where you're repeating history over and over and over again. Explain that to me, Pastor Mark. Your dad was an alcoholic. Your granddad was an alcoholic. His dad was an alcoholic. They introduced you at a young age to a bottle of alcohol. You liked the taste of it. Everybody drank, so you just kept on drinking. One day you got in your car and you killed a whole family. It's called generational curse. Lies can be handed down over and over and over and over until we as a body of believers start telling the truth our kids ain't going to start telling the truth. As we as Christian folks, as we as good people growing in Christ, we got to get the lies off of our lips because the Lord hears everything that comes out of our mouth. And I want to share this with you tonight. What you say, he writes down. Ah! What you say, he writes down. Every word you say, Brother Garrett, he writes down. He marks it down. And you're going to give an account, the Bible says, for every word spoken. Even a lie. Even a lie. Uh, that, that, that's, that's pretty scary. Because one day we're going to stand in judgment. If all the Lord's ever heard out of us is lie after lie after lie, we're going to be in trouble. The truth will set us free tonight, though. I had a guy the other day said, Brother Mark, I've been looking for a job. I've been looking for a job. Can't find anything. Well, where do you go? I go on the Internet. Well, in my day, you didn't go to the Internet to find a job. You knocked on somebody's door. You got up. You went out. You looked. You talked to people. I don't believe he got on the Internet for no other reason but to look on Facebook. If somebody really wants something bad enough, they'll get up and go get it. I believe that with all my heart. There's opportunities out there for you if you're honest. 
but to sit there and mooch off somebody else. Expect somebody else to bring you something. God's not going to let that fall on your lap if you're not telling the truth. We see in our passage today that God hates lies, deception. People all, uh, it says this, David says, People all lie to their neighbors, their flattery lips speak with deception. Jesus quotes Isaiah, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. We see how Joseph's brothers deceived his father. In the Bible it talks about how Joseph, they were jealous of him. And his brothers made up this lie how he was dead but they really sold him off into slavery anybody ever heard that story that's a good story boy it come back and bit him in the butt though didn't it huh let's speak about that tonight just came back and bit him right in the butt the brothers couldn't stand joseph and they 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 threw him they they beat him up they tried to kill him they they stripped his coat off of him they took the coat back to the father and said, look, Joseph's dead. He's been mauled by a lion. But they actually sold him to slavery. But that wasn't the end of his story. That was just the beginning. God had to remove Joseph from those liars. God had to remove him from those people. He had to get him out of that spot. And sometimes God will do things that don't feel so good sometimes to get us away from a bunch of liars. He'll remove people out of your life. He'll take people out of this church. He'll take people from your family and say, you know what? I'm better off without you than I am with you. I've had to cut some family members loose because they just wouldn't tell the truth. Anybody ever been there and done that and got to church? I heard one time of a friend of mine who was allowing somebody to stay in their house. That person was bringing dope into their house. They made a decision, look, you're going to get us all in jail if you don't get out of here. They kicked him out of the house for bringing dope in the house. That guy went around telling everybody, they kicked me out. I paid them $500 worth of rent. I did all this. I worked in the yard. I mowed. I, I swept. I scrubbed the toilet. You're a liar. You sold dope out of their house, and they put you out. I often say this. It's funny, Brother Vic, in my own little mind. You know my little mind. It spins around. If I just told the truth on half the people who lied on me, If I just told the truth, Brother Lie, uh, on half the people who lied on me, it would destroy them. But I leave that up to the Lord. The Bible says that vengeance is mine. I'll repay back what they're saying. Don't worry about that. A couple of years ago, we did a fall festival. Guy got online, started lying on me. Next thing you know, I'm so mad. People in the church is mad. Scott Jones heard about it. He even took his hair out of a ponytail and was ready to go fight. Called me up said, I know where he lives. I'm coming by in an unmarked vehicle. Let's go get him. <laughs> Scott was ready, boy. <laughs> Can y'all imagine that big wild hair son of a gun stepping out on you? Man, he was ready. He was ready to defend his pastor. I said, Scott, I'm mad. I'm upset about it too. But I got to give it to God because he's the only one that can take care of this. And one day I saw that guy that lied on me at the Valero. We made eye contact. And I promise you, he almost fell down just looking at me. I wanted to go put my hands on him. I did with everything inside of me. I wanted to show him who and what I could do. But the Lord let my phone ring about that time. Watch this. My God knows me better than I know myself. 
I made eye contact with him. I promise you, he stumbled. He's like, oh, my goodness, I'm finna get it. He was. But my phone rang, and it was a sister calling. Her husband had just had a heart attack. I said, stop crying, baby. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on. And I prayed. I said, I'm on my way to the hospital right now. I got to take care of some something in a minute. I'll be right there. And when I got off the phone, that guy was gone. God knew that my ministry was more important than physically hurting that guy. I knew that I couldn't do to him what God could do to him. But sometimes our flesh gets in the way. I guess I'm the only one. Sometimes we're just going to wax on and wax off somebody. More the wax off than the wax on. But the Lord says in this scripture, Brother Joe, if you're listening tonight, the Lord says in this scripture, it's awesome. The Lord promises are pure like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. Therefore, the Lord, we know, will protect the oppressed. Preserve them forever from the lion generation. Even though the wicked stir about and evil is pressed all around, the Lord will preserve us from this lion generation. I would say to you tonight, God wants us to be honest. He wants to hear from your heart tonight. I believe there's going to come a time where you're going to have to be honest about your faith. I believe that we're in those times. Are you going to deny your faith? Or are you going to die for your faith? That's where the rubber meets the road, my friend. We're living in the ends of time. And if we don't do something with this ISIS, ISIS is going to be breathing down our throat. I'm telling you guys, there are towns in the good old USA right now that a Christian can't walk down the road. If you don't believe me, I'll put something on Facebook later on tonight and you can watch it. There's a town, there's a city in Michigan right now that, that the Muslims have taken over. And right now there are Christians trying to walk down the street with homemade crosses and they are getting spit on, chastised, persecuted, and almost, almost killed. I believe if it wasn't for the police force, they would probably be murdered by ISIS individuals. The rubber's going to meet the road, my friend. You're going to have to stand up for your faith. And you're going to have to tell the truth. If you can get it in your heart tonight to start telling the truth all the time, when your faith is challenged, you don't have to worry because you tell the truth. But if you constantly lie, you constantly lie. What are you going to say on that day when you're standing there and they say, do you believe in Jesus? Are you going to say yes or are you going to say why? I never say why, I say yes. Why are you asking? Because I'm going to pull a 9 millimeter out of my pocket and shoot you in the forehead. Well, let me think about my faith tonight. Let me think, do I want to die tonight or do I not? Nah, what are you talking about? Huh? I'm a seven-day Adventist. What day is it? I say all kinds of things to back up off of that. If you can be honest about your salvation and your faith and who you believe in, you ought to be honest with other people. Come on, somebody. If you shake somebody's hand and that's your word, it ought to be your word. Uh, maybe you were never like that before, but tonight you can start being like that. 
we can break the generational curse and go back to when a handshake was something. It meant something. Right now, there are churches that have abused people. There are preachers that have abused people. There are places that, that people have, have used Christ's name so awful and lied and deceived so many people that even a church needs a contract. Even a church needs a lawyer. Even a church needs legal counsel before they make a move because this day, there's no separation. I'm preaching to somebody tonight. There is no separation. Because the enemy has gotten in the church. He's gotten in the people. And today, tomorrow, next week, you're going to encounter 10 to 200 people a day that's going to lie to you. But the Lord will protect you. I believe that tonight. The Lord will protect you. I had a guy come to church here and Thank God for Harry and Brother Vic and Joe and those guys who are, are way smarter than me. And This guy started coming to church here and he looked good, he smelled good, he acted good. He, he had been in the ministry before and, and I, he was a really good guy. And I started letting him help me here, let him help me there, let me help me, help me, help me. And man, I, I was just in awe of this guy. He had been there, done that. I, I thought he was a great guy. All of a sudden, he's getting people in the church's email address. All of a sudden, he's getting people over here, and he's getting people here, and people are over here talking, and people are, next thing you know, this guy is building off what we worked so hard to get. This guy's taking my people and trying to make, well, they're not my people anyway, they're the Lord's people, but he's, he's trying to take this congregation. What he's trying to do is build and plant seeds of his own direction. One of my men, I'll just tell you, it was Brother Vic or Brother Harry. Somebody come to me and said, Brother Mark, watch that cat. I don't feel like he's quite right with God. There were a few people in the church working for this guy. They come back and they just come back in tears. Brother Mark, this guy's the devil. Brother Mark, this guy's liar. Brother Mark, this guy says one thing and does another. Over and over again, I kept getting these reports. And then I had to check it out. See, when somebody tells me something, I just don't go off what somebody tells me. I check it out. Can I say this to you? Facts are better than fiction. I began to open my eyes off of what my brothers had told me, what my church family was telling me. Now my heart is so big, sometimes I don't listen to wise counsel. I want to see the best in people. But as I grow closer to God, not everybody is the best person. That's the truth. They come to rob, kill, steal, and destroy, lie to you, take everything you worked so hard for. If you don't cross your I's and dot your T's, the enemy's going to take from you. Finally, I said, look, brother, I can't recommend you for a job anymore because I'm getting bad reports. Matter of fact, I can't let you help preach anymore because I'm getting bad reports. What do you mean? Well, people are saying this and this. It was one of the hardest conversations I ever had to have. But I knew the truth when I had the conversation. And the truth released me from that person. The truth separated me from that person. You know, he went and used my name one day about three months ago. Oh, yeah, I'm affiliated with Caney Creek Cowboy Church. And he got my friend for $1,600. My friend called me. I said, go whoop the mess out of him. 
go break into his house and steal something. I don't know. No, I didn't say that. Get your money, boy. Get your money. No. I said, all I can tell you is the truth. I found out some of that the hard way, sir, and I'm sorry he lied to you, but no, he's not affiliated with me. That's why when I partner with things and people, they got to be honest. they got to be forthcoming, and they need to be right. If you're going to be part of this church and in this leadership, you need to be telling the truth, working hard to be a better person each and every day. Because the enemy's quick, he's slick, he's fast, he's cunning. He can twist one word and spin it all out of control. I've seen him do it bunches of times. So how can I become an honest person? Ask the Lord to help you. I love what the Bible says that David did. He cried out to the Lord. See, David was a liar. And his lies caught up with him. But what did he do? He cried out to the Lord and said, Lord, help me. You see, he took losing his son. But it changed his life. You see, I lied a lot on the inside. Who I was, what I was, had a lot of pride, had a lot of things. But man, when the truth will set you free from all that. My identity is not in the buckles that I wear, or the horses I ride, or the possessions that I have. My identity is in Christ Jesus, and I will never deny him. And you don't need to deny him either. And I think about a month. Listen to me. Listen to me. I think in about a month, maybe two, they're going to be asking you to take the mark of the beast. They're going to be asking you to take the mark of the beast in a month or two. It's right around the corner, folks. Who's going to supply for you? A lie? Or our Father, the truth. In about a month or two. Wow, Brother Mark, that's a bold statement. I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit is telling me. In about a month or two, they're going to put that mark on you. We've all heard about that mark. I'm not going to let them mark me. I'm not going to let them stamp that on me. I'm going to trust my Lord and Savior. And I'm willing to die for the truth. Because the truth will set you free. You know, a lot of people don't know that though. But I can promise you, when this famine sets in on us, it's going to get really bad. It's going to get really hard. And watch, it's upon us right now. And we're months away from seeing changes. And I'm not talking about presidents. I'm talking about life changes. Watch. Somebody listen to me tonight. I'm telling you the truth. Ona, listen to me. I'm telling you the truth. Say, Brother Mark, you can't predict this. Oh, yes, I can because my eyes are open. There's a guy over in Korea, North Korea right now, shooting off rockets that are almost able to touch the good old United States of America, and we are doing nothing about it. In a moment, just a little tip of, of, of nuclear nuclear uh, 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 stuff gets on the end of that stuff, on the end of that. The moment that nuclear lands and hits and spreads and kills millions at a time. 
Right now we're being plagued with diseases. Right now mosquitoes are carrying this disease called something. Help me. Zika virus. Rachel and Todd are going on a cruise. I said, hey, don't bring back the Zika. But it's truth. Lyle, it's the truth. You can be 72 years old and deny it, or you can say, you know what, that's the truth. The disease is breaking out right now. The Zika virus. What other countries are going to try to throw on us? Can I say this to you tonight? Watch. Oh, Lord, let me get this out of my mouth and let people know my heart. Who's running all the gas stations? I'm not racist. I love those people. But if they are ISIS, if they believe that Christianity is to die for, what are they going to slip in your honey bun? Or in that cup of coffee that you stop at the Valero and get every morning. Say, Brother Mark, you're paranoid me. No, I'm telling you what is coming right now. There's a bunch of imposters getting into this country to destroy this country. How many of you tonight are ready to die for your faith? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Stay that way. Trust God. Read your Bibles. Stay in your spot. I think together we can do a lot. God gave us 50 acres. This will be Fort Knox over here. I got carpenters, electricians, hunters, plumbers, welders. I got a 17-year-old boy, Ty Jordan, that can build any kind of weaponry we need to build. I ain't kidding. And then sing God bless America at them while we're trying to destroy it. Anytime, any place, this could break out. Stand up for our faith. Stand up and let's pray tonight. I pray this bless someone. It's what God wanted me to preach about because I had no message. But he had one he wanted you to hear tonight. People say things with their lips. That do not reflect their hearts. What do you say in your heart tonight? Are you willing to die for your faith? Every head bowed and every eye closed. God is not impressed with people who are clever with their words. David had to cry out to God for help. And the Lord protected him. Let me ask you tonight. Do you think God will protect you? Say yes. If you don't think God will protect you, say no. I believe that God will protect his children. I believe before they march us out there in the street and before they pull the trigger, we'll be standing in glory. Lord, thank you so much for your word and your promise. Protect this church and protect us from liars. Father, reveal the truth in us and the truth will set us free. Father, I pray and thankful for this church. Help us, Lord, to be in prayer day in and day out and start asking you to guide us. Lord, help me as the leader of this church to be honest and forthcoming with truth and sin also, that I may stand boldly and preach about sin, that people will be able to get that out of their life. I pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.